Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, I am excited because Karen Taylor Bass will be sharing how we can manage stress during the holiday season and beyond. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for the week. My question for you this week is how do you deal with the holiday stress? So stress can come in many forms, but also it can impact us many different ways. And because sometimes we have maybe fatigue, we have unrealistic expectations, over-commercialization of the entire holiday, financial stress, inability to be with one's family and friends, especially during this time, or in addition to sadness, many people feel holiday anxiety or stress, particularly when they feel unable to cope with the demands upon them, which is why. I asked Karen Taylor Bass, who is a yoga teacher and a meditation coach. She's certified, registered, and an insured yoga instructor with over 200 hours of training. Karen is rediscovering herself and living on purpose. Karen's life was a hustle, a constant grind on the treadmill, which I know a lot of you probably can relate to. She started asking herself, am I doing enough? Too much, too little. She shares yoga saved her life 10 years ago after having her daughter at 40 and suffering from complications and ultimately postpartum depression. Yoga doesn't offer a quick fix, she stated. It simply requires the person to commit to self, to breathe, to explore, and unlock what is holding them back. Yoga pushed her to live a better life through example. She is excited to introduce her brand of holistic and purposeful public relations with yoga for strategic, smart, and bold media campaigns. Karen Taylor Thomas is a PR expert, speaker, author, and yoga teacher. She has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, ABC TV, Cyrus XM, Network Journal, and of course on Dr. Oz. Now, usually I'm going to tell you, get your pens and your papers, but you know what? Today, I think you just need to listen because Cameron's going to take us through some practices. And let me tell you, for the first time ever, I'm going to end this podcast more relaxed than when I started. So stay tuned for this interview. Get a comfortable chair and just tune in to my interview with Cameron. Listeners, I am excited because this is the holiday season and I know a lot of you may be feeling a little stressed, not only with just working from home, homeschooling, but now you got the holidays and then just trying to navigate that. That is why I asked a good friend, fellow businesswoman, Karen Taylor Bass to come on and talk about Yoga, because that is something we can all do in the comfort of our home. You don't have to worry about going to a gym, all that social distancing, but we can still think about ourselves, our bodies, and our minds. So thank you so much, Karen, for joining me. Absolutely. I am excited to be here, Janet. Thank you for sharing me with your audience. I appreciate that. So before we get into 
the benefits of yoga? What made you decide to, you know, study yoga, become a yoga teacher? Mm, so great question. So my journey started 13 years ago, exactly. Um, I had my daughter and I had postpartum depression and I didn't want to be on medication. So there's nothing wrong with medication, but it was a choice that I made. And one of the things I read was, was about the benefits of yoga dealing with postpartum depression for mothers and also just also anxiety. So I started, um, to, I started with Bikram actually, which is hot yoga. And the reason why I started with Bikram is the goal of Bikram is for you to be able to give yourself surrender for 45 minutes, 90 minutes, right? And if you can surrender yourself, be in the moment, you could start to detox and heal. And I have to tell you, it wasn't easy to be in that hot room, but then you saw people that look like you. So you didn't even know them, but the encouragement from that village doing that class that led me on a journey to discover more principles of uh, yoga. So I started with Bikram, then it was Hatha, then it was Vinyasa, also meditation. And then I just kept on feeling stronger and better. And then fast forward, I am a certified yoga instructor and meditation coach. And they say that those who do can recognize in others what they've been through. So I can tell when someone's on my mat and they may feel be going through trauma or PTSD, or maybe just wanna have a deeper exhalation. I'm able to recognize that because not only am I a teacher, I'm a student of yoga. So Karen, what do you feel sometimes is the apprehension of people really just stepping out there and doing yoga? I know for me personally, I always feel like I have to be a little bit more flexible, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm sure that may not be it. So what are you feel are some of the apprehensions? I am so happy you asked that question. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Um, so for me, I've always been, when I was younger, you know, I'm a middle-aged woman now, but I remember being, going to yoga class um, 13 years ago and not really seeing someone look like me. So I never felt that I was seen on the mat. And that's a big thing for people of color, even though yoga honestly comes from India, Africa, the Caribbean. I mean, it's, of course it's Europeanized, but it didn't start here. So you don't see people on the mat that reflects you. And that's a big barrier right there. Secondly, I think that um, mass marketing has taught us that yoga instructors or yoga students look a certain way. They're a size two go back to your flexibility, they wear the most amazing and most expensive yoga pants and they all have like washboard abs. Well, I'm here to tell you, I am a seven plus on a good day in a size. <laughs> on a good day, um, I have the most posterior posterior um, that our ancestors would be proud of. And I'm a voluptuous woman in the front. So I too, you know, had that challenge in the beginning, but remember mind over matter, you get on the mat to release. So you have to let go of all those apprehensions that are within. And that's what I had to do. And then, you know, me being a trainer, a certified yoga instructor, I I, I want to say when I'm looking for students and I'm watching them and I see us in front of me, 
I may, not now with COVID, but I encourage them more to honor their bodies, to honor their voluptuous figure and know that there are modifications in everything that we do. So if you can't do a downward dog or, or if child pose hurts because you have you know trauma or stress or tightness in your inner thighs, there's a way that we can do it, that you don't have to feel that. You're not supposed to feel pain in yoga. So the apprehension is maybe not having the right instructor, maybe watching and seeing billboards where you don't see yourself um, reflected. And now you have, not only do you wanna do it, but you're insecure about, well, how am I gonna look? Suppose I do this, are they gonna laugh? Yoga is not about that. It's the mind, body, and soul connection. So taking my class, my dream and my goal always is for people to leave better than when they enter the mat. Hmm. Wow. See, I'm inspired now, Karen. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so you've already touched on a little bit with the PSTD, but so what are benefits for someone now, especially now? Because I mean, you know, we've got COVID and people are, you know, the social distancing and then the homeschooling and working from home. And yeah. then of course now, you know, holidays are right here. So how can we, you know, yoga can really bring that peace, calmness into our lives? So um, great question again. So, you know, yes, everything you touched upon, the holidays are here or on their way, um, social uh, distancing, uh, social injustice, um, voting, remote learning, remote working, um, you know, anxiety, depression, PTSD. What yoga really is the premise of yoga more than any movement is breath. So think about your breathing. Think about you, we breathe, but we don't think about breathing. We just breathe, right? So think about purposefully, mindfulness as you're inhaling through your nose, just do it with me, inhale through your nose, Allow and watch and observe that now your chest is up. So you're having full breath in your lungs, your diaphragm, your heart space. Your core is engaged now. So now you're breathing, but pause right here on this breath. Exhale through your nose slowly, through your nose. And watch your body just fall. Now you're breathing slower. So that is what yoga is. It's tapping into breath. So more than anything else, you're breathing. You're gonna breathe slower. You're going to now, when you get stressed out, you're gonna use your breath to carry it. So when we get stressed out, all of a sudden our triggers happen, right? So if you're already nervous, now you may have a headache. Now you may get jittery with your fingers and anxious in your body. You know, the mind now takes over that mind chatter. So now your stomach may start to ache, all those things. With the breath now, you start to count. What I tell my students is when they feel that anxiety, that anxiousness taken over, Make believe you are um, a balloon and use the breath. So if you start from 10, inhale for 10, hold it, exhale for 10. Go from 10 to one, slowly now you're able to start to say, okay, the headache is going, the stomach is not cramping, I feel less nervous, my jaw doesn't feel tight. Okay, I can tackle this breath. 
That is what it's yoga is, is breath. Holiday, especially, especially in this pandemic, right? We feel, so whenever you're on the line or you're working from home, not only the breath work, use your chair to support you. You're sitting all day, you're sedentary. So what I do is come all the way back on my chair, feel my, the, my back touching the back of the chair. So right now I have a contact. I'm aware, I'm present tense, right? Because sometimes we're into the future. Sitting upright, sit erect, spines erect, feet is firmly planted on the ground right here. I'm gonna drop my chin to chest and close my eyes. I'm stretching out the back of my neck. I'm going to inhale, bring my head up, take my chin and go to the ceiling. So now I'm opening my throat, opening all of this in front of me. Exhale, right back center. Drop my left ear to my left shoulder to stretch out my right side. Maybe I'll take this right hand, come out right here and play the piano to engage my fingers because I'm sedentary all day. Exhale, come back to center. Drop my right ear to my right shoulder. Bring out that left arm now and move those fingers around. Joints get stuck a lot, especially if we get older. So move it around. Exhale, bring it back. Open my eyes, look straight ahead, sit up. Now I could go back to my device, my gadget. I've exercised a little bit. I've taken a moment. I've done some breath work. Okay, nothing is that deep. Get up from your chair whenever you feel stress. Walk around your chair, bend forward. You know, there are things that you can do just to stop. And one of the biggest things I've learned going through anxiety and depression is um, visualize. Visualization is everything. So visualize that there's a flat, that there's a tire, that there's a balloon filled with air, tire filled with air. And then when you feel nervous or you have to make a decision, just visualize with your breath that balloon popping, that tire being deflated. And that's all the air, stale air coming out of you. And then you're like, okay, the heartbeat is slower now. So now it's not racing, it's breath. Breathing, using your visualization, using everything in front of you, your surroundings, and just knowing that it'll pass. It will pass. Wow, Karen, I feel so relaxed right now. <laughs> this is wonderful. So my, my next question is, so how would somebody um, incorporate yoga into their schedule? Because, you know, you're a mom, you're an instructor, you know, you're very active socially, you, you, gotta, you know, you have a full schedule. So how do you not only just incorporate it because you are an instructor, but also for yourself? How do you do that? So it took me a long time to learn this. Um, it took me a half a lifetime, right? Um, if not longer, that I am the most important person and I come first and everyone takes their cue from Karen, my children, my tribe, you know, um, if I am not able, I can't be the teacher and the student and not be the practitioner. So first thing in the morning, last thing at night and throughout my day, my children will tell you, I pause, I stop 
before I do anything in the morning, I get on my knees, I get into child's pose, I give thanks, I meditate, I pray, I burn my Palo Santo to reset everything, the energy in my house, my room, wherever I am. And that's how I start my day. So it's about recalibrating. I make sure that I, um, I take walks. I make sure that when I'm doing, um, I'm outside, I may stop into a mountain pose, which is basically standing still, bringing my hands to the side, having my palms up to receive all my blessings and just standing right there. That is the hardest pose in yoga. It's called Tadasana. The reason why it's the most challenging pose, it requires you to be still. When you're moving and flowing, you're not thinking. You're just doing, but when you have to stop and stay still and check in with your body and really see how you're feeling is when the work gets done. So for me, I've learned to be loving to myself, to be kind to myself, to know when I don't want to do something and stop and say no. Um, you talk about, you know, get rid of the clutter, decluttering. Oftentimes, not only in our spaces, but in our bodies, that's a space. We have a lot of clutter there. Breath helps to cleanse and detox that. So I can't just teach, I have to practice. And so, like I said, throughout my day, you know, sometimes a meditation, a prayer, a kind word, um, not saying anything. You know, I try once a week to get off social media and say, okay, I'm not gonna post for the next six hours. Oh my God, it's so therapeutic, it's cathartic, it's everything. Um, so that is how I do it. I, I just don't want to teach my students. I've seen people who are health practitioners, who are wellness coaches, uh, mind body and coach gurus, and they get burned out. It's easy. We all get through it, especially navigating this world right now. This world is challenging and it's kicking us in our booty. But one thing for certain, we have to take what our ancestors taught us. Be resilient, breathe, have a plan, see better, envision that and take care of your temple. What you put in really comes out. Wow, Kim, you are just so inspirational and just motivational and just- It's from you know, lessons though, not to cut you, but <laughs> I, I don't wanna let you think that it's like that. That is from falling and, and tripping and stumbling and then getting kicked and saying, okay, enough is enough. Wow. So. How can people connect with you to um, learn more about how they can work with you or how you can speak to their group or organization? Sure. So thanks for asking. Real simple. Um, Karen Taylor Bass, and that's B-A-S-S dot com. It has everything you need to know about me and all my socials. Um, drop me a nice note stay in touch, but KarenTaylorBass.com. We make it simple for people because life is complex already. And of course, listeners, as you know, I will have a direct link to Karen's website on the show page. So Karen, thank you so thank much you. for joining us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Happy holidays, everyone. So how are you feeling after my conversation with Karen? I hope you're feeling relaxed. Ah, rejuvenated. And you know what? You can listen to this over and over and over again. I would love to know how you're feeling. You can post in the comments below. You can send me a voicemail through the podcast page. Please let me know so I can share with Cameron. 
So now Taylor's tip time and thinking about holiday stress and just how we can manage ourselves and our lives. Number one, when you're thinking about stress, start thinking about something you enjoy doing, not something you dread. And whatever it is you enjoy doing, schedule it. And make sure maybe you have a buddy that helps you stay accountable. So if you enjoy gardening, um, indoor gardening, if you enjoy crafting, if you enjoy cooking and baking, get a buddy and make it a regular part of your schedule so that you can do it weekly, every two weeks, even monthly, whatever it is. And then sometimes when dealing with stress during the holiday and beyond, sometimes you just got to do nothing. One time I just, you know, sat on my bed, feet propped up, and just watched something. I watched one of my favorite shows on Disney+. Plus. So sometimes you got to do that. So if you're thinking about you are ready to live an organized life, you know, I offer virtual sessions. Have you been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized? Let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. You know, you can just either click on the link on the show page or you can just go to my website. And of course, you know, I've reduced the cost of my virtual sessions for 30 minutes as well as 60 minutes because sometimes it's just a conversation. You just need to show me what you need to organize. I can give you some strategies and you can go on, roll your sleeves up and tackle the project yourself. Or maybe you're feeling a little overwhelmed because you have a business consulting. You're trying to manage social media. You're thinking about starting a podcast. You've got all these ideas and you just don't know what to do. Well, of course, click the link and, you know, in this show page because, you know, strategize and organize. That's what it's all about. It's all about creating a strategy to do all the things that you want to do in a very organized fashion. So click the link so we can discuss further. I definitely want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing. Please continue to share and, of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And, um, you know, also check out my Pinterest board on some healthy living. You know, I have healthy space, healthy living. So check those out as well. So today is what day is it? It's Monday here, but it might be Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday there. And my toss at Tuesday tip for this week is organize those piles of books causing you stress. So by organizing, it may mean purging. It may mean getting some bookcases. You know, you may need a little shelf in your bedroom to hold all your nighttime reading. So it could be doing one of those things as well. My app suggestion for this week is Calm. You know, to help you through the holiday season, throughout the year, throughout your life, manage your stress. Because it's not just about this holiday season. It's about this holiday season and beyond. My product suggestion is decorative baskets to corral the clutter. Maybe you want a decorative basket in your bedroom for your books or by your favorite chair for your books. Because it looks beautiful, looks decorative, but it still keeps everything you need organized. And of course, always check out my repurpose board on my Pinterest page. My book selection for this week is the Everything Stress Management Book. Practical ways to relax, be healthy, and maintain your sanity. Isn't that a title? So check that out. And my quote for this week, 
this week is learn to say no to demands, requests, invitation, activities that leave you without no time for yourself. I'm going to repeat that. Learn to say no to demands, requests, invitation, activities that leave you with no time for yourself. Well, I truly want to thank you so much for listening and make sure you give me if you have any ideas for any podcast for the new year, please send me a message or either, you know, send me a message via the podcast page. And of course, I want you to be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends and your social media. Please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.